This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show is your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guests I interview, your input is valued. If it's in the news, on TV, or at the movies, whether political, social, economic, or whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. To send in a, a generous donation, and we uh, we had a three month budget, and we were trusting that if it were God's will to continue, that uh, the funds would come. And up to this point, uh, they have not uh, appeared. There's been there's been some, and we thank you for helping us uh, pay for what we've already done. Um, but uh, this broadcast isn't an appeal for uh, for money or donations. But uh, if the Lord moves on your heart to send a donation, why, you can do that by contacting us at Good News for a Change at one six one five at uh, gmail dot com or blog us on uh, at uh, Good News for a Change today dot wordpress dot com. Or give us a call at 734-287-8630 and give us your prayer request. Or if you if you want to make a, a contribution and uh, keep us on the airway, we would sure appreciate that very much. Uh, God loves a cheerful giver, and uh, when you sow into good ground, and uh, certainly if God moves on your heart to do so, uh, he's not going to have you sow into bad ground. So uh, respond to that uh, leading of the Spirit of God. Amen. We trust that God uh, moves in the midnight hour. Amen. He moves just in time. He's right. It seems like it's late to us, but uh, for God, it's right on time. Amen. So uh, we would appreciate uh, any support you would give. But if if those uh, if our budget isn't met, why? Tomorrow will be our last day. Uh, thank you again for all of you who have supported this broadcast, and uh, we appreciate that very, very much uh, through your prayers, uh, your encouragement, and your financial support. God bless you richly. Well, we're going to get back to uh, where we left off yesterday, and uh, I want to read to you uh, the scriptures out of Galatians uh, chapter 6, and uh, starting with 7 and 10. But uh, first, I want to go to uh, our uh, our commercial segment. So uh, we'll see you after this break. Down River Church of God congregations invite you and your family to Holy Week 2015. Visit one of our nine churches where we are one in faith, mission, and purpose. All the details can be found on our Facebook page, Downriver Church of God. Here are some highlights. Monday, Thursday, 7 p.m. at Heritage Park. Good Friday, noon at Dearborn Harvest International. 1 p.m. at Christ Family Brownstown and Riverview Church, respectively. 8 p.m. at Heritage Park. And 9 p.m. Family Fun at Garden City. Saturday, family activities at various locations. And on Sunday, a full day of resurrection celebrations. Every church, location, pastor, and telephone number with all the details can be found on our Facebook page, Downriver Church of God. 
You may also call 734-287-8630 for all the details. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, we got resurrection uh, Sunday coming up. Amen. And uh, we're particularly uh, focused on the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ throughout our churches. And uh, take advantage of that. We sure would love to have you come. If you, if you don't have a church that you're attending, uh, by all means, uh, you want to you want to get in church. You, you want to get connected with the body of Christ. Uh, Paul admonishes not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, uh, but we should assemble ourselves together so much the more as we see the day approaching. And we know by the, the news broadcast, and uh, if any, any of us know and have studied anything about the end-time prophecies, why we know that uh, the end is near, the rapture of the church is at hand, and uh, it's time to get connected. It's time for the prodigal son and daughter to come home. Um, we're going to focus on, on the prodigal son and daughter and their relationship to the authority, amen, that uh, governs their lives and, and has brought consequences uh, and, and much suffering uh, to their lives and uh, to your life if you are a prodigal son and daughter. If you have backed away from the, the things of God and, and you've decided, well, I'm going to watch television and now. I'll watch the preacher on television, and I'll read my Bible at home, and I'll pray uh, God is there with me. Uh, yes, he is, but the Bible that you're reading uh, has the authority to instruct you in righteousness, instruct us all in righteousness, and one of those instructions is to assemble ourselves together and to submit ourselves unto those that have the rule over us. And if we have an honest and a good heart, God's going to provide good leadership over us. If you've studied the scriptures of the Old Testament, you'll find that uh, Israel in the northern kingdom, uh, they were rebellious against God, and, and God gave them evil kings. You don't find one righteous king ruling over the northern kingdom of Israel. But you do find righteous kings ruling over Judah. And, uh, and the, the two southern uh, 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 nations of the kingdom of Israel, or one, the one nation, but two southern uh, uh, tribes of, the, uh, of that nation. But uh, the, the, the thing is, is that when we disobey, we will reap consequences for our disobedience. When we submit ourselves unto the authority, unto God, and to those that have the rule over us, then we will reap the benefits and the blessings that God promises. Uh, Galatians chapter 6, uh, starting with 7 and verse 10. And, and let me uh, say this. Let's, let's uh, pray together. Uh, God says we're to agree on earth is touching anything it shall be done. And you need God to speak to you. And you're in your car, uh, you're in your home, and 
you're you're in the privacy of those things and, and nobody can really see what's in your heart you don't have to turn the channel uh, you don't have to uh, block out your ears or even turn the radio off because I'm not going to bring a condemning message I'm going to uh, speak to you as the Lord leads me to, and uh, I believe that uh, that He's put this word on my heart, and He loves you beyond your your understanding. He loves you so much that He was willing to give His only begotten Son. Amen. To to have Him become sin for you, so that you can have a way back so that you and I could be made righteous before God and make heaven our home. What a waste this life is if there's no eternal reward for our going through as Christians what we go through. Paul put it this way, we are of all men most miserable if Christ hasn't risen from the dead. Because if Christ hasn't risen from the dead, then there is no God. There is no redemption. There is no way out of here, uh, except uh, uh, there. there is no reward after uh, our way out of here, and, uh, I meant to say. So let's, let's begin to read here, and starting with verse 7. Or, uh, be not deceived. Uh, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit, there's the good news, he shall of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not be weary in well-doing. And the well-doing, of course, is sowing to the Spirit. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of God. And prodigal son and daughter, you know that having forsaken the assembling of God's people together, you have not done good to them who are of the household of God. Uh, many are, are weeping and, and crying in prayer over your safe return. Uh, remember the, the story of the prodigal son. He, he said, I want all that's coming to me. And so he, he went out into a far land, and there he wasted all of his inheritance on riotous living, going to the casinos, uh, going and, and sleeping around, uh, watching, uh, probably getting involved, in, if, if it would be in this time, getting involved in pornography, uh, spending money on, on such things as that, uh, until he came to the place where he was in the pig pen of life. Suffering, in despair, hungry, but in the back of his mind, there was the knowledge of what it was like in his father's house. And after everything was gone and all his friends forsook him, he said to himself, the servants in my father's house have it better than I do. What am I doing here? What have I done? I can't believe I did this. Uh, 
I hate myself for doing this. I, I'm not even worthy to be called his son. I know what I'll do. I'll go back. I'll humble myself. And I'll return to my father's house. And I will tell him, Father, I'm not worthy to be called your son. If you will just let me be as one of your servants, I will, I will, I will accept that. And as he, as he approached his father's house, he didn't even get a chance to say that to his father because his father was watching him a long way off. And as, as he saw his son coming, smelling like the pig pen, he ran out to meet him. And, and it's, it's the, as our pastor brought out uh, recently, it's the custom of the father to be approached in a very formal manner uh, in, in the country of, of, uh, of the East. But this one ran to meet his son. And when he came to his son, he fell on his neck and kissed him and wept. And he, he brought him, and, and think about this, his son smelled of pigs and you know, pigs was an offense and a, a violation of the commandment of God. God says you can't, if you touch them, you, 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 you're defiled. If you eat them, you're defiled. You can't eat or touch this. And so here he was smelling of the pigs that he was uh, associating with. And his father put his arms around him anyway. How many know that Jesus ate and drank with publicans and sinners? Jesus is not ashamed of you. He is not ashamed to sit down and, and associate himself with you. He's not ashamed to wrap his arms around you again and love you out of your pit, love you out of your despair. God said that even though you have reaped what you've sown, You've reaped all this trouble. You've reaped all this stuff of the flesh, all the, all the pain, the heartache and sorrow. He said, I will restore everything that the, the devil has stole from you by deceiving you into leaving the house of God. I know things get bad sometimes and things get uh, uh, boring, if, if you will, in the church, but uh as a prodigal son and daughter, you know that it's better, like the prodigal son said, even the servants have it better than I do. And so uh, that's, that's an encouraging good news story for, for those of you who have uh, violated the authority of God. He says if you violate that authority, he said you will suffer the consequences, just like with... with uh, the, the teachings in Romans 13 that we read, um, uh, I think, about eight weeks ago, said, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that are ordained of God, whosoever therefore resisteth the power or the authority, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnations. For damnation, for rulers are not a terror of good works, but to the evil. 
wilt thou then not be afraid of the power or of the authority? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is a minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Now I want to say again uh, that I said yesterday that uh, despots that are in authority, such as Adolf Hitler, Mussolini, uh, Saddam Hussein, uh, different different ones who command to do things, command the people to to do things and behave in such a way that is a violation of God's word. Uh, these are not ministers of God; these are ministers of Satan. And uh, ministers of God minister uh, honor or rule in authority honorably. Now, all authority is given by God, the concept and principle of authority itself. But how we use that authority will determine whether we are ministers of God or ministers of Satan. Amen. I don't believe that we should give uh, that kind of title, a minister of God, to those despots who are uh, evil who evil rulers in other words uh, Jesus said in, in Matthew 7 28 and 29 uh, that it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings the people were astounded at his doctrine for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes and when, uh, in Matthew 8 5 11 says and when Jesus had ended Entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another, come, and he cometh, and to the servant, do this or do that, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled and said unto them that followed him, I haven't seen such great faith in all of Israel. He got it right. That's what true authority is. Jesus, as Son of God, said in John chapter 5, I don't do anything except I hear my Father say to do it or I see my father do it. In other words, he was a a man, the son of God, under authority. That's why he had such authority. When he spoke to the devils and cast them out, they obeyed. They had to because the almighty God of all creation, his father, supported that and backed up his words. Amen. When, When the word of God goes forth, God watches over his word, confirming it with signs following. When we act and, and, and obey and behave ourselves under the authority of God, we have to submit ourselves unto them that have the rule over us. We have to submit ourselves unto God. Prodigal son and daughter, God loves you, but you, you cannot be the exception to the rule. Every one of us have to submit ourselves unto God. Every one of us have to submit ourselves under 
those that have the rule over us that God has appointed. If we have a good heart and an honest heart, God will give us good leaders. He will give us good pastors that will teach us the right way. But if we have an evil heart and our heart's not right before God, don't be surprised if you've got a pastor that's evil. I'm not saying that everybody that has a an evil pastor is is an evil person, but I'm saying that God will give you a good pastor, a good, if you come home, prodigal son and daughter, God will give you the, the ring of trust again. That's like receiving a credit card. Amen. The, the ring was the symbol that, that offered the, the, the children, the sons of the house to purchase whatever they wanted. Uh, as long as they were in the house living under the authority of their father. And so the father gave back the, the robe of righteousness, and he gave back that ring or that credit card, that trust. And if you come back to God, God will throw a party for you. I know you'll think to yourself, Dad, you just don't know what I've done. You don't know the depths of sin I went into. And I knew better. Well, the prodigal son knew better. And it isn't about that. Jesus comes to forgive. He says, I come to give you life and give it more abundantly. Jesus is talking to you right now, and he's telling you, in effect, I love you. Come back, and I will forgive you, and I will wash you clean from all the unrighteousness that you've got yourself into. I know you did it, and you knew you were doing wrong, but I am a God of mercy. I'm a God of forgiveness. I'm a God of tenderness. Come now, he said. In the Old Testament, he says, he said, let him that has forsaken God return. Amen. Turn away from his evil thinking. Turn away from his evil ways. And he says, and I will abundantly pardon and I will give you mercy, and I will restore everything that you lost, everything that the devil stole from you. I will give it back to you. But if you refuse and obey, it's only going to get worse. And God forbid, this is not what God wants. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But if you don't repent and you don't come back, you are going to die in your sins and you'll stand before the almighty God and he will tell you that die in your sins. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. And the angel of God will take you and and, and bind you and cast you into outer darkness where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. God does not want you to go there. Love demands that you hear that, but love demands that you don't go there. Come back home, prodigal son. You broke the authority. You violated God's word. You left the assembly, but God says, return. All of you who have left God, this is the invitation. Come back, come back home, and you'll be received with love and honor and trust and forgiveness, and God will give you a bath that will make you clean. And I tell you what, like Samson, they'll be more saved at your return than, than you had probably in all of your ministry, in all of your life. It doesn't matter what you've done. Forsake your sin. Forsake your darkness. Turn your back on the devil. Turn your back on your own way. What has your own way ever got you anyway except trouble? Turn your back on it and submit yourself. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and God will exalt you. God will lift you up. God will give you mercy. God loves you, 
Amen. He loves you so very much. You mean so much to him. Amen. Come on, get right with God and obey the word of the Lord and do what God says to do. Amen. Out of his word. Love your pastor. Love them that have the rule over you. Bless them that are in the house of God. Amen. And God will bless you. Amen. More abundantly. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm so thankful that God is a God of tender mercy. If I lived in the Old Testament, I would have been dead a long time ago. I'd have been stoned to death because I just make so many mistakes. But look at King David. God said, you're a man after my own heart. He violated everything. I'm going to ask you right now to pray this prayer with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for appealing to me again, for coming to me and inviting me back. I return to you now. I ask for your mercy and your forgiveness. Jesus, enter again into my life. And I give you my heart in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. See you tomorrow. Good News for a Change is sponsored by Heritage Park, Church of God, and Taylor, Michigan. You can reach us at 734-287-8630, email us at goodnewsforachange1615 at gmail.com, or write to us, 12550 Party Road, Taylor, Michigan, 48180. This is Sarah Mack reminding you that the gospel means good news. Faith Talk 1500 WLQB and streaming live at faithtalk1500.com. Good news for a change with Darius and Fred was furnished by Heritage Park Church of God and Taylor Downriver's classic Pentecostal church. For more information on the ministry or to get a free download of today's broadcast, just go to our podcast page at faithtalk1500.com. That's keyword podcast. Once again, faithtalk1500.com keyword podcast and look for Darius and Fred's picture. My name is Tom Kitterman. Joining us in just a couple of minutes, it's Dan McGee with Grace and Truth Radio. This morning, Dan rejoins his study in the book of Ephesians called Brought Near with a message entitled, Don't Do That, Instead Do This. Dan's next, then coming up at the top of the hour, Jay Secular Live right here on Faith Talk 1500 and faithtalk1500.com. Do you have a family?